welcome back to Pop Culture Prisoner. I am really excited to have Dina Bradford back. Hi, Dina. Hi, Dip. Back in full force. Oh, I can't wait to talk about Erica Jane with you. But first, we have to talk about our sponsor. And it is Legally Addictive Cookies, which are the most delicious cracker cookies in the world. Super delicious. I have bought some. I have gotten some from you, I think, as a gift. And we've sent them as gifts. Yes. And they're the best. Everyone who takes a bite of them is like, what just happened? Right. They are freaking amazing. There's all these different flavors. There's like the OG. It's like chocolate and toffee and sea salt and a graham cracker. Right. And again, they're really, really good for yourself. But they're, I, I love them for myself. But they're also really, really fun because you don't get these in places. So to right. give them as gifts, like people are always just like, oh my gosh, these were so good and fun and different. Yeah, and the packaging is really good. Right. It's like fun right. colors and there's like an everything one that has like everything bagel type covering, like uh, topping. And then there's a party one that has sprinkles and then there's a churros. And right. oh my God, she's going to be coming out with new stuff, I think later this year. But anyways, they're delicious. If you'd like a discount, you can get 10% off with the code POP10, P-O-P, like Pop Culture Prisoner, Pop 10. So it's legally addictive cookies, and I hope you guys try some. Yes. Okay, Dina, I, oh, I am so excited to talk to you about Erica. I don't even want to start with Roni first. I want to start with Beverly Hills because there is something to talk about. We start out the episode, and they're like finishing off this lunch with the famous leather pants comment. And you, what did you think of those leather pants, by the way? I like the leather pants. <gasps> I did not like her top. Oh, I thought her top was not cool. I was not into the leather pants. But she's tall and thin, so I thought they just looked I mean, good. But I didn't, again, did not like the heels with the uh, top with it. You know what? The, yeah, it could have been styled better. Right. Like, Carol Razziwell would have styled that much better. Yes. If she wore them, Very she would have looked point. cool. Yeah. She would have looked Very cool. These were not point, cool because Dina. the way Crystal made them. Kathy Hilton on the top and the bottom, and then kind of cool, different looking. And, but they did, after Sutton said they were pleather, they made, I kept on looking at them and being like, I'm not sure if they really are leather. What I'm confused by in terms of clothes is, was Rinna wearing like a freaking bathrobe? Did you notice that? Or is it a Her, duster? Well, it was it was an animal print, right? Cause no, she was, it was like a white. To me, what I saw, it looked like a white terry cloth robe. Mm, I don't recall that at all. I wasn't okay. paying attention to Rinna. I was paying attention to Crystal and that smile smirk. What did you think? She, she smirks, but then at the same time, I was like, oh, that's her embarrassed, like, mm-hmm. what do I do in this moment look. And she looks like a little girl. When she was sitting there in the yard and she did that smile, she's really, really, really cute. And oh my God, I sound like a total asshole old man. But she's really <laughs> cute when she smiles. Smile more, girl. But um, I I was like, she's just really cute cute when like when she smiled I mean she's cute anyway but you know what I mean I just was like but she looked like a little girl in that yard being like uh oh and then that smirk and I was like I think she's just embarrassed and like she said to Garcelle like what should I do 
she she knows what she's doing, but she was also, I mean, that's a really uncomfortable situation where all the women flee away from you to go take care of the other person. And you're just like, I'm new and I don't know what to do. Okay. That is not, I see what you're saying, but that is not how I saw it. Mm. I was just like, oh my God, you are such a bitch. Mm, she I was sitting was there like, I don't care. Fuck you. Sutton, you're awkward. Like, I. Oh, but that was amazing. I mean, I have to say, when she told her, you are an inappropriate, awkward person, I was like, I'm not sure about inappropriate necessarily. I get the whole violate thing that she was upset about, and that's why she called her inappropriate. But I mean, she is so awkward. I mean, Sutton is so awkward. If you met her and had not met her before and her like yes. you would just be like, this woman is so uncomfortable in her Humpty Dumpty body. And, you know, like you would just be really uncomfortable. Yeah, I think that she probably exudes. Um, I'm sure that she just exudes that energy. Right. Like, and broken bird energy. And of mm-hmm. course, we know about her dad and all that stuff. And she's going through a divorce and I get it. But she's just a real Real broken bird walking on eggshells around her. Like, I, I just, it would be hard. I just think it's super weird to tell someone like that, though, that they're really fucking awkward. That's why I think Crystal is so mean and I don't like her. It's like, why would you kick someone when they're down? Like, you're not playing with an right, equal. I get that. Sutton is a mess and she's not someone to fight with. She's someone to tolerate. But in that moment, too, I think Crystal, like, you you go on a defensive, and then when they, like, corrected her about using the term manic, like, Crystal will not apologize about using the word violate, and you clearly said on our podcast episode that you thought she was entitled to use the word violate. I kind of take it back, is. though, now, because, oh. she, because she's taking it back, apparently. she But she took back, I mean, she said it's not in a sexual way, and that's not, I mean, I do like that she's like, I'm sorry, I'm using the word correctly. Like, I, it, it may, the thing, though, is it does have a different connotation you could work you could use the word correctly but when everyone's telling you we're taking it a different way than you're using it then you can take back the word right and not be like i'm sorry use that i i didn't mean it in that word choice but this is what i meant but she doubles down and part of it is i think she gets defensive and she fights back and i think she's you know right now i was like i'm i like her in this cast. I like that there's a foil to Sutton. I like that Sutton's craziness yeah. Yeah. is not just allowed to be she's a fragile, cla- crazy yes. old lady. Very like this point. woman wears this fucking weird couture and she's in the Queen's book, but she's crazy. And they're all kind of crazy when they're like that, right? Like these yes. really, you know what I mean? They're all cuckoo. It's like and crazy, kinda, rich, older ladies. Right. And totally. I kind of like that Crystal is the foil of being like, this is crazy. And I'm like, yeah. I, I don't love Crystal, but I don't mind her in the cast right now. I think it's like a good like mix because otherwise, what are we going to talk about? Garcelle and asking for a hot toddy. Oh. I was like. What is going on with this Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Like, are they coming out with a Real Housewives of Beverly Hills hot toddy line? Right. Like, you got your Bose with Lou, and you got hot toddies. I mean, what the? It's like they've never heard of these before. It's so bizarre. And it's so out of, well, maybe it was winter. But still, it's L.A. They don't need hot drinks. I know. I know. It's like, it's kind of like, it's the pandemic. We want to go back to warm home. Like, we all grew up in the Midwest, so we kind of want to remind ourselves of the of the, you know, old times and hot toddy. I mean, it's just, it's odd. It's, it's odd. so odd. 
Um, but you know, I will agree with you. Like I am now I've surrendered and I'm so much happier. I enjoy this crystal Sutton mess because I enjoy seeing Sutton be nuts. It is fascinating. She wants to be on this show. So I'm watching like I I'm not mad at Sutton for being nuts. I'm like, give me more. But also, it was really interesting that we'll talk about later. But Sutton is nuts, but she's a bitch about Lisa later. We'll talk about her daughter, oh. her introduction of her daughter. So I'm kind of like, Sutton, like, mm, you know, we've got you down, Sutton. Like, you are crazy, but you are not a good-hearted, crazy right. person. That's you know? not nice. It's like, you're not nice either. Right. Sutton. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so then they, they do this thing throughout this episode where they're like four days later, two days mm-hmm. later, five days later, definitely to make us think like to, to give us the timeline because all we care about is Erica, of course, like right. when was what known when. And so thank right. you to those producers for telling us when, what was. And so we find out, you know, that Kyle and Dorit and Kathy got COVID and Kyle's very emotional and depressed. And then. And then they like FaceTime Erica. So Erica is definitely playing ball. Like she is not hiding from the cameras. She's showing up for the show. Right. And you're right. And, and it's, I find that very interesting. Of course, we're going to go deep, deep into everything about Erica later. But like, as much as I'm like, Erica, it's like she is carrying this season and I am loving it. Like I look forward forward to Beverly Hills because I can't wait for another moment of like more Erica fallout. Right. I, I, yes. Agreed. It makes, it makes putting up with her all those past seasons so worth it right now. Right. And it is interesting because a couple things, Garcelle's talking to Sutton on FaceTime and she goes, Garcelle, Garcelle is into it. I mean, Garcelle has Google alerts as Ramona would say on everybody. I mean, you know, Garcelle has been in this business for a long time. I mean, she is reading headline after headline. And I kind of like Garcelle's thing in this because I feel like she's a fan watching in a way. Because I mean, oh. she is just mm-hmm. like the other ladies are. You're right. Like they're friends with her more. So they're more just like, oh, my gosh. And Garcelle is just like, tell me more. What yes. is happening? And I kind of like her. um yeah, like wanting to know, like news, like I yes. don't know. I I find that I find that endearing. I like that part, and that is the part of Garcelle BTW that I do like. Is that yes. she's she wants to gossip and she wants right. to know the gossip, yeah, and she will give her opinion. It's the other stuff that uh, we I, don't I, like, I, I you know, but there agree. is I'm, some stuff that she does bring to the show. Go ahead. I like I like her thing in the chorus right now because yes. I like that she's like. You know, yeah, we all want to know what is going on. And I love that Sutton looks and she goes, wow, this is on Fox News. And I felt two ways about it. I felt one, like, so is it real if it's on Fox News? (laughs) Right. But second, I totally get it because I remember reading those headlines on real publications and real news stations. And I remember just being like, oh, this isn't like a radar online. Right. I mean, this is real. I mean, of course, it's Tom Girardi is a real lawyer out there, like all this stuff. But I mean, I'm like. This is bigger than just the, right, I mean, the real housewives world. Right. Like, you didn't hear about Teresa and, like, and, like, um, who else is, like, you didn't hear about Teresa on, like. Or Apollo and Phaedra. You read that on reality T. Right. I know. So, 
So I got that. I was like, wow. So they were just like, whoa. And then we hear from uh, Kyle. Kyle says, innocent until proven guilty. And I'm, I'm fascinated by this because I'm trying to put myself in their place and being like, I wouldn't automatically be like, oh, right. I mean, I would. If you're on the show. I mean, you also don't want to be associated with someone that you, you know, you're just like, yeah, innocent until proven guilty. But I, unlike you, I thought it was interesting. You are completely right. I'm thinking about it from that perspective that she did do a Zoom call willingly. I thought to myself, wow, she got off a little easy being able to do a Zoom call instead of having to like show up somewhere. So it made it a little bit easier for her to talk about it the first time. But you're right. She could have just been like, I'm in quarantine. No, Mm -hmm. you know, so I, I like that perspective. Well, I mean, the big thing when we found out that they were filing for divorce and then these things came out about the lawsuits, I just remember being like, there's no way on earth she's going to film. And the fact, and I'm just remembering that right now as I'm speaking. And I remember now like just being in shock that she agreed. I mean, I think a lot of it is so that she could put her defense out there, but it's, it is, you're playing with fire. You're playing with the feds and you want to go on re- what lawyer told her that she should do this that's, season that's why i'm completely confused in answering any questions about it this is but that's why she focused so much originally on the divorce is a sham and but that is how it played out initially all the headlines were divorce is a sham yes. and then we found out so she was just playing off the headlines but I mean, she is telling us like the divorce isn't a sham. They are suing the firm and I'm being dragged into it. And Kyle asks her, what is the worst that could happen? And Erica responds, criminal charges, but not for her. And then it was just fascinating because she was just focusing so much on the divorce is not a sham. But you she, know? she like out loud said, I am not hiding assets. Right. And that I was like, whoa, I can't believe she said that. Like right. it was in direct response to the headlines of right. sham divorce to hide assets. Right. And I do love that. She's like, I have more lawyers than I can afford. And he hasn't given me a dime since I walked out the door. It was like very clear, like feds. I haven't gotten a dime since this date. Totally. <laughs> Election day, you know, I mean, like, just remember that timeline. But no, I mean, I mean, it is true, though. I mean, she said, I have millions of dollars of lawsuits paying at me. I mean, this is heavy. And it's just like, wow. And they tell her, like, I, I do love that they are like, we know you. We know you couldn't have done any of this. We know your divorce is not a sham. And this is Kyle and Rinna telling her this. I mean, what else would you say? But then it's interesting because it's like, really, you do know her. You guys did call her a nice queen. You did say we're not surprised she didn't tell you about the divorce. That's her. Rinna and Lisa were, I mean, Rinna and Kyle were talking about this two weeks ago on FaceTime or whatever, talking about how she didn't say anything to us about the divorce. Mm-hmm. But that's Erica. Like, they don't know anything that was going right. on with her. So you don't know her. Right. You know what? Dina, good point. Yeah. But they don't have anything else to say. I think that, I think that they truly, I don't know, I could be wrong, but I think that, well, no, actually I do believe this. I think that they want Erica to not be liable at all in all of this. Yes. But because of their affiliation with her and on some level, they like her, of course, you know, um, Mm -hmm. but I think that they meant those things, but I also think they just like had nothing else to say 
Right. I mean, what what can you say? But at the same time, I mean, you everyone knows, especially you live in Hollywood. You don't really know what's going on. Right. I mean, as you get older, you start realizing like, you know, people, you know, your closest friends, but you don't really always know what's going on. And again, this is the ice queen. I didn't even know she (laughs) filed for divorce. I was like, wow. But she does say she has known she has been dealing with this for well over a year. Mm -hmm. So. Okay, and two a year before that, she tells us later that she was, you know, named in a lawsuit for the lenders. So she knows there's all this stuff. And I totally get that if you are married to a businessman and they're just like, this all has to do with business. The 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 the, the richer you get, the more lawsuits. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I mean mm-hmm, things mm-hmm. you you have a lot of right. stuff. People are not happy. I mean, big time stuff means big time issues as well. Sometimes right. as as Erica told us before. The bigger the life, the bigger whatever that she said. Yes. But, but I mean, she is talking about how she's known about this for well over a year. But then she's like kind of like lamenting how mean Tom is and that he doesn't throw her a bone. But it's like this just all seems so fishy because you said this is you knew this for over a year that there were these issues, real issues that you are now lawsuits that you've know about and all these different things. But then we're supposed to believe that you did divorce him because he's mean to you? I know. I hmm. I know. It is so weak sauce. It's insane. It's insane. And and I have so much to say about the end scene. So well, because that's where she really goes in. Right. Like, oh, I do. Stuff. I mean, so yeah. So so after that I do love before I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry, Anton, but I love that when Lisa and Crystal come to her house. They show Erica sweeping the floors and doing laundry like oh. Cinderella. I couldn't stop it's laughing. Hysterical, and that and that she's like, "Welcome to the unfinished bungalow. It's very small." And I'm like, "It's like I'm past now being angry about what a oh, fucking asshole she is." No, no, but but Dina, it is. She is in such hot water. It is the worst possible thing on earth for her to say her beautiful home with a pool is very small. Well, you like, are you have been living this world where, I mean, Crystal lives in a huge mansion and Lisa lives on a beautiful property and whatever, but it's Lisa. I like that Lisa and Harry are just like, this is my old house. I, I love that about them. I love Lisa and Harry together. I talked to you about that. I texted yeah, you about yeah. that last week, but but they all respond, it's so cute. And that, if you've watched the Kardashians, is code word for uh, not extravagant. You know, that's how they reply oh. to every real person in real life. Like, if they meet, like, a fan, they're like, oh, this is so cute. Because they, and it's always cute. It's, it's exactly how the lady said it to her. They're all like, cute. Because they can't be like, oh, wow. Because all they see are super impressive homes. They were just in Kathy Hilton's, like, right. you know, like. Estate. So so I think that she, you know. Well, no. So what what I was trying to say, though, is I'm not even, I think it is an asshole thing to do for the fans. She knows she's on the show and she knows her fans are not loaded. Okay. But like. But they all do that. They, yeah. But that's part of what fans, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm eating it all up right now mm-hmm. is my point. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Like I'm basically eating up what you're saying that she's like still playing this game with these mm. women when she is about to lose or in her mind might lose her whole life. And she's still trying to keep up with the Joneses. And I'm just like, wow. <laughs> like, But, but yeah, I mean, but that's, I mean, that's your, like you invite people over and you're like, okay, it's not, you know, 
the best. I mean, that these women all, I mean, they go from one home to the next. It's more and more an extravagant. Like I, you know, kind of get it, but I do love that Erica again. I called my psychiatrist again. What are you getting more? Like, I mean, of course, but it was just funny. It's, it's, it's also nuts to me that she's like acting like, like she is so beaten down and mm-hmm. she's getting therapy. It's like, mm-hmm. are you kidding me? Right. I mean, it's like everyone has a therapist, but um. So also, do you think at this point she just keeps on bringing up like people think Erica Jane brought down um Tom Girardi? No, Tom Girardi brought down Tom Girardi, and she's just like talking about the scam. And I am sitting there thinking this whole time she she doesn't get into until the Kyle thing, but I'm sitting here the whole time. Wouldn't she be more talking about the fact that? It, and again, I don't know what's going on in people's heads and how separated she was in her mind with him or whatever. But the fact that it's like this person that you were married to for so long has been conning people. Like, wouldn't you be more like, I trusted this person. If these things are true, I am mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. but all she kept talking about is a scam and the, di- the divorce is not a scam. And I, I was just like, wow, this is interesting. It's just, it shows what Erica cares about. And this is what I think all the fans of the show are up in arms about right now. It's like, okay, I like, we know that like, maybe she can't say anything about the victims because Mm -hmm. it's getting into the substance of a Mm -hmm. lawsuit. Okay, fine. But like the amount that she is, woe is me all this is so over the top that Mm -hmm. I, I can't believe you disagree with me. I I mean, if, if this was you, okay. But if you're, if you, if you literally were like, okay, and all this was coming down on you, I mean, you just wouldn't be able to see out outside of that. I don't think you're being realistic about what would happen in a real person's life, you know? I just think that, but Erica's on a show, Dina. She can't be that out of touch. She knows that us little, like, nobody's watched playing, this show. But she's playing the game right now that the divorce isn't the sham. And so she's not until later in the episode, but the headlines weren't that so quite yet until this is like the divorce is a sham. Like, and then we kind of read into, wait, what, what are the, cause we had heard about the lender two years ago. And so I'm still thinking it's like business stuff at this point. And then you start really reading the headlines and it was like, whoa, but she is playing the whole, I mean, the whole, <laughs> Oh God, we'll talk about it later. But like what the part where I think you think she's totally acting where I think she's totally acting is really, really um Oh, I can't wait interesting. to talk about that. But I do think like I mean Kyle points out to Garcelle, like, you know, you trust someone and Garcelle does point out that, you know, she had a situation, right? We all know mm-hmm. that, you know, her husband had an affair for five years, she found out. I mean, it was a very lengthy period of time and she had no clue. And she's like, Sometimes you trust your husband blindly. Um, I, I don't know again about that, but we'll, but I do, can I just say something else? Sorry. Erica tells Crystal, and I do love that she turns it on Crystal kind of, and it's oh, like, when we yes. entered a marriage, the power balance is like this. And she tells Crystal, please look at your bank accounts. And Erica tells her, you need to know. And Lisa's like, I know everything. And I totally believe that with I Lisa and Harry. Yeah. I, and again, that's why I think they're relationship is real. So I, I think really they're on equal it. footing, like at least financially. Right. Like, Well, I mean, they weren't, I mean, he was LA law, but yes, yes. I mean, I agree. And, um, but it was interesting because Eric, Erica's like the more money they make, the more they shut you out. And Crystal does tell us like, 
I don't really know everything about a financial situation, but if I asked, I think I would ask him. And I have to tell you, married to a divorce lawyer, Derek will tell you, it doesn't matter how big money, whatever, how many situations he has where the wife makes less or doesn't make, you know, doesn't work. Even if it's less than they both work, has no idea what's going on with the financial situation really? of their house. Like none. They think they know how much their husband makes. They generally like all these things. They don't know anything. And he is always like, I, I, I don't, because of course we would never be like that. But like, he's like, I don't understand it. He's like, people that had relationships for a really long time, like they don't know. And someone like Crystal just has all this money coming in and they really just don't know. I, can, know? I could definitely see that. I actually liked Crystal in this moment because she said, I never asked him, but if I did and he didn't show me, it would be a red flag for me. And it was a very real moment I thought with right. Crystal. But I thought it was also really naive because if you don't know from the beginning, you have no idea what he's showing you. And he could be showing you a quarter of your situation. Okay. That people with true. a lot of money. <laughs> like, I mean, we have different, you know, I mean, like you don't like they know. I mean, it's also kind of like, oh, uh, you're a little naive about that, but okay. All right. Well, I thought that um, at least she was not being like, well, everything's peachy keen, which is what I feel like she tries to be. And so I just liked her honesty that she's like, I think I know my husband, but oh. I, yes, I totally agree with you. I, I get that. You're totally yeah. right. But then can we just say something else too? She tells us about two years ago and then she's like, she tells us that when the lender thing happened two years ago and she was named in a lawsuit, Tom was like, it's bullshit. Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah. And she's like, I know how mean and vicious and utterly dismissive Tom is. Tom wins. You lose the end. So again, dip. We've talked about this before, but I'm not as angry about how she's acting now about her small house and these things. I am more angry and I have been angry about the fact that we are supposed to have amnesia about right. her character the yes. past how many years? Mm -hmm. Powerful woman. Like my ultra, I, I don't do this because I'm like a sex kitten. I do this because I have power and I'm empowered and females get Ugh. out there and she's talking yes. to her, you know, gay community and all this stuff like have power, you know, dance it out. And it's like, you are so disgusting. Once again, I am like, sorry, you were living out your husband's mm -hmm. porn fantasy mm -hmm. and you are like, I'm so utterly disgusted with that part. And I've talked about it before. So we'll go into detail. Yeah. But it's like, that's a part that I can't stand that we are supposed to forget that she's like, I'm a powerful woman. And it's yeah. like, no. And now she's telling us that she was living in this house and like no love, no equality. No. Yeah. Didn't really? Hug lady? Me back. Like that's the part where I was off Erica. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, but the thing is, again, I'm not even in a fuck off, Erica. I'm in a, I am just laughing. Right. Because I know. it's, it's so obscene. Right. Um, I need to tell you about in the scene with Kyle and Garcelle, where Garcelle goes to say hi to Kyle while yeah, she's like, I did not like Garcelle's leather pants. That's, well, I, her whole outfit. <laughs> Do you know that's all I want to talk about this scene? Who cares about what they said? She is wearing, okay, whatever the leather pants, no. But they she did not is, fit right. They did not fit right. And the and top, she's wearing, they horrible. And then she's wearing this leopard print tank with mm -hmm. a turtleneck with no front. To the turtleneck? Like a shrug. It was just, it was a cold, it was a cold chest and stomach. <laughs> like, shrug. It was exactly, it was the weirdest thing. It was, like, Garcelle's fashion is, oh, 
I would say at this point, 80% terrible. I think only sometimes she can. I used to be like, oh, she looks great. It's just like maybe 20% of the time. Her first entry with Denise. Yes. The first scene she came in on last year, she looked great. Great. And other than that, it's been like downhill. I mean, she is getting into Giselle Bryant. I mean, her and Giselle need to open up a QVC line together. (laughs) And I mean, it's, it's not good. It's not good. I completely agree. I still think about that outfit and I'm just like, wow. Do mm-hmm. you have no friends? No friends who tell you None. anything. I know. Like, whew. Okay. So then we get the weirdest fucking scene on the planet, which we're not going to go into except for what was this Rina scene? I, I don't even know. I, I <laughs> did, did Delilah get engaged and that's what she was announcing? I, I, <laughs> And Lisa was like, these are the clothes you'll have for your wedding. I I didn't understand. It was the most bizarre. She's just showing her on FaceTime clothes that she's storing in her. At first, for like the first dress or the second dress, I was like, okay, whatever. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, that was from 1996. Okay. Uh," And then it just kept going. And I'm like, I have never seen filler material like this before in my life. It was odd. And not only that, I mean, can you imagine Rachel Zoe's reaction to watching Lisa Rinna put vintage clothes on a garage floor? garage floor. I was like, what is she I don't know. I mean, that wasn't, that's not Rachel Zoe's aesthetic, but still they are vintage, real designer clothes. And Lisa Rinna is just, which part of me is what I like about Lisa Rinna. But also I was just like, Rachel Zoe would be having one of her panic attacks with her big Starbucks cups and glasses. but not in a good way. Totally, Gina. I did like the only thing I liked out of that, that little cut was when Lisa said, I don't have high expectations. I know it's going to be one Instagram shot with these outfits on and then forgotten about. Yeah. I thought that was really funny. It was funny. And, and these, and even her putting that dress on the floor, I was like, these are the peaks, the times that I like right now. Right. I agree. In the most, irrelevant scene that I have ever seen in my entire life of any right. show ever. I know it was, so, it, it felt so out of place. I rewound it because I was like, I'm so confused. What was the intro yeah. again? And I, I was like, I have no idea. Cause sometimes when I'm taking notes, I'm like, uh, and then I was like, I have no idea what just happened. Very bizarre. Um, okay. So Dina, did you by any chance listen? So Kathy and Kyle are hanging out. Did you by chance hear my discussion with Haley? I don't think you did. We were talking about Kathy Hilton. I, I, I didn't finish it was my only problem, but I did. And I know how you feel. I okay. read it on the text. I totally get it. And But you still like Kathy? I find her entertaining on this show where these women all take themselves really seriously. That I kind of like someone that's a little like, just bleh, whatever. I mean, I kind of enjoy, again, that foil to all these women being like, Ugh. but I, I heard you. I mean, I, I know like you watch a documentary and you're just like, I do not believe this is Kathy are Hilton you, at are all. Are you going to watch that doc at any point? I will. Sure. I really am dying to talk to you about that. Doc. Right. I will. And I, and I totally get it. I mean, she's, she's, an, uh, she should just remain a friend of, she kind of brings levity to some of the scenes. I think it's going to get old. I agree with you. I did like Haley 
last week when she said who is hunky dory it wasn't the fact that she said who is hunky dory it's the fact that everyone went silent that i couldn't yes. stop laughing about right and i don't know if they're just like she's so weird or are they kind of like what is she doing like that's you know lisa knows her well i don't know it's it's odd very odd but can we say that I really liked Kyle in this moment? I'm sure I mean, you, I was thinking of you. And even I, Dina, maybe it's because I just talked to you about it so much and because I'm not disliking Kyle this season. But hearing all of my friends talk about their children, especially the kids that are more like tweens and stuff, I was like, oh, this is an excellent moment for all the moms it was also an excellent but dip it also related to you she was saying i'm more worried that portia doesn't want to leave her house oh yeah which is okay so the pandemic but it was like you know what i mean so it wasn't just a mom it was a person thing that i was Mm -hmm. like you're right like that that was like and i love that kyle wasn't telling us her little perfect family yeah she actually was saying like I do think Kyle's a really good mom. And I don't know if it's because she says it over and over, but she prides herself on being a mom. She loves being a mom. And I love that about her. And I did love the fact that she was just like perfect little family. And she was telling us that it's, I talked to these moms and they're like, my kid misses their friends. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'm, I'm dealing with something completely opposite. My kid doesn't want to leave. She's totally comfortable not leaving. She cares about her sisters and that's about it. And I was like, I don't know. It just felt really it real. Was it was very felt... real, very raw. And I really liked watching this scene. Right. And the most like real life pandemic issue yes. that we've seen instead mm-hmm. of it being like Dorit, I take my kids downstairs to their preschool, which is true. And that was Dorit's. Mm-hmm. But this was like a real moment that I was like, yeah, like that would be heartbreaking to watch, you know, yeah. if it was your 12 year old kid and being like, mm-hmm. mm, all these other parents are talking about their kids wanting to be out, you know? I mean, yeah, I get it. So I thought that was really, sweet. I, I, really I thought it, it was a very sweet scene. Also, I will, I loved that at the end when they start talking about Kyle, Kathy just says, well, at the end of the day, life is a poker game and everyone has to show their cards. And I love that Kyle just looked at her and was just like, shut up like because that was such a nothing to say and I was like oh my god truly I like Kyle this season she was just like oh shut the fuck up Kathy and I loved that Dina I agreed I agreed I totally agreed yeah oh I'm excited about this next scene Oh, gosh. Yes. Okay. So Rinna goes to Sutton's house. Sutton has a really cute puppy, FYI. And then out of nowhere, we see Sutton's 18-year-old daughter named Porter, who was like the reason why Sutton didn't have a diamond last season, I think is because the husband wouldn't allow her kids to be on the show. And the so she's 18. And so now she's, decision. yeah. So right. she comes on the screen. And she's majoring in history and French. She seems like she's like in college, like an actual serious person, not just like an annoying. I looked trust her up. She kid. goes to William and Mary. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And did you know that was a public college? No, I William and no. Mary was private. It's public in Virginia. I didn't know that. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, and then okay, of course. I don't know. You don't like this, but I, I think she was beautiful. Really that's what, right. yeah. That's the thing. She has these gorgeous blue eyes right. and dark hair. She looks so much like Sutton. It's nuts. But she has bigger eyes than Sutton. 
She has bigger eyes than Sutton, but she just looks like Sutton's daughter. Mm, and it was very interesting. Bizarre. I did not see that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was freaking me out almost. And she was so lovely. I mean, like, does she have an edge or anything? No, but I don't care. Like, what is she going to do? Jump up and down on the screen? It's her mom's show. But like, so I don't expect her to have like run a performance for us. But she was lovely. But um, were you dying at the Kappa Kappa Kappa? Oh, I was dying at a couple things. The fact that, I mean, I, this is again when I love Lisa. Because Sutton is like, she's in a sorority. And she's like, I'm in Kappa Kappa Gamma. Lisa's like, so was I for five minutes when I was in college. And she's like, oh, look at this. And Sutton's like, it's for a very smart group of women. And because she knows what they're called at this school, but they're called according to Sun Kappa Kappa Genius. And I'm like, that is so not Kappa Kappa no. Kappa. No. I mean, they're, they're smart. I mean, in Northwestern, everyone was smart. Where we went to school, by the way, top 10 uh, college, if all <laughs> listeners that don't know, that I haven't told you over How and over have you again. you not told them, Dina? <laughs> but yes. I love that Lisa's like, I don't know, when I went, they were just cool sorority girls, not the nerd house. Yes. And I was dying. Because that's like, they were like cool chicks at our college, too. Yeah, Meghan Markle is oh, a former Kappa Kappa Gamma yes. at Northwestern. Yes, we sh- I, have we not brought that up? <laughs> it was the house that I put number one because I was like, this is where I belong. And then I got the good girl, Alpha Phi House, and I was like, this is not where I belong. And Dina so, was very excited to deactivate. I think that I inspired you to deactivate. Well, I mean, none of my other and Sarah, like my friends were not. But I mean, the girls all were lovely and it was sweet. And I met uh, my you know, friends through it because I did the, you know, like, but I, my lifelong friends, I feel like steps away yeah. from it, you know, from it. But for the record, so, listeners, I was not in a sorority. Just wanted to put that out there, but I did hang out with a lot of people who were. So I'm not like saying I'm that too cool for school, but go on, Tina. Right, right, right. I get it. But I just love that Sutton tells us, you know, she was very strict and Porter's like, yes. And I do feel like this was like a very Southern mom, mm-hmm. like Sutton really, you know, very Southern proper. And that does go with her kids. But she's like, I care about how she dresses. So she doesn't dress slutty. She doesn't get lip fillers, which, oh my God, she's 18. The fact that that is even exactly. part of the equation. I made a note of that. I'm like, why is that a... An example. Because they live in Hollywood and Kylie Jenner got them like before. I mean, like everyone. I mean, so it's, I don't know, maybe when my kid turns 17, she wants lip fillers by that time. I mean, social media, all that you see, but obviously Amelia and Delilah, right? And, and I mean, it was just like, she's like, I want them to stay little as long as they can. And I am sitting there thinking, gosh, Sutton, you put this on TV. Like you just have no idea like what's gonna happen but porter seems to fit her mold right now and she does seem like a sweet girl i looked her up to see if i could find anything i didn't um <laughs> to find dirt on her oh I love just that. seeing <laughs> yeah but yeah what about the fact i mean sutton's like so porter is 18 and amelia is 19 amelia was just photographed with scott disick wearing a thong basically on the beaches right in a club for her birthday yes. all this stuff yes and Sutton's like, maybe we could get the girls together. But then on the confessional, she's like, yeah, I don't know about that play date. And it was like, she just set this all up to be like, my daughter is prim and proper and your daughter is a whore. Totally. Oh, what a bitch. She is such a bitch. I mean, again, that is not nice. You know what, Dina? 
you need to write that question in to Andy for next time Sutton's on Watch What Happens Live or for the reunion. Because it like is so hypocritical of Sutton to do that. And also to go below the belt and where all the housewives, that's the rule. Don't go after the kids. And she basically did call her a whore. Right. You know, totally called her a whore. And I'm not, you know, like I get it. Like they are the fact that they are a year apart. I was like, that is crazy. I mean, Amelia, like you're telling me those two girls are a year apart. Like they live in total different worlds. Universes. Yeah. Um, Universes. Right. But I mean, the fact that Sutton, I was just like, man, I mean, go back to your weird ass, horrible bow and dresses and leave the real world people to the real world. Right. It's more people, like, it's more Amelia than not. You know what I mean? Nowadays, like, leave it alone. But, like, with Sutton, though, she so badly wants to be a part of the conversation and all this stuff. Right. But she wants to be all zipped up. And it's like, right. no, yeah. you're swimming with sharks. Like, right. this is reality TV. And you right. want to, like, brag about how zipped up you are? Like, you're on the wrong fucking show and go take yeah. your nervous breakdown somewhere else. Actually, don't Thank though. You. Don't though, because don't. I like seeing you right. like Agreed. lose your Agreed. shit. But you know what? I don't feel sorry for you. Yes. I Agreed. guess is the point. I agree completely. Yeah. I yeah. was just like, wow. Wow. I loved this scene. I mean, I was like, this is It was interesting. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to hear Ronnie and Ben on Watch What Crappens do this scene because Rinna was an extra like, yay, and clapping and kippa, 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 and like right. just over the top. And they make, they're so good at their Rinna over the top shit. But she that- knew exactly what Sutton was trying to do too. I was like, oh, she was yes. like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like, oh, Sutton, night. But I loved that she was like, sorry, not nerd sorority. Because right. she was also just like, yes. okay, whatever. You know, I I kind of enjoyed that. It was enjoyable. Okay, so Dina, we're at the final scene. Mm -hmm. The scene of all scenes. And Kyle and Erica are going to go on a hike, but they don't actually get to the hike. They just sit down and Erica proceeds to just unleash and tell Mm -hmm. Kyle everything that she can. So you go ahead. No, but before we say that, did you see when she took off her mask, her makeup? Like, she must have put, like, a thing of makeup over, like, right before. And there was a line around her chin and a line. I mean, she doesn't have Mikey. I mean. She doesn't have Mikey. Oh, I wondered if when she said in that, though, you will find out really quick who the people are, who stay with you, and who will run. And I'm like, did Mikey and Leia run? I wrote, Mikey has dropped her like a hot <laughs> potato. Where is Mikey? We need to, like, track him down online and see what's going on with him. Okay. Right? I loved that. So. But, yeah, Erica just starts crying. But, I, I, I mean, she's on edge. I want to tell you my experience watching this whole scene. So, without going into, like, the substance of it yet, she's talking about her side of the story vis-a-vis the media and all that, Right. And I'm watching and I'm like feeling for her actually. Like I like, it was also like literally 5 a.m. when I was watching this because I was having insomnia. I turned it on. So who knows if it was like an emotional time of day and I was delirious or something, but I was feeling for her for a bit, but I was also like writing down everything that she was saying. And at one point they go to a commercial break and then they come back. And I thought, oh, they like 
as they do in on these Bravo shows, they rewind a bit and then you hear the same thing and then they go, no, no, no. She was saying the exact same words again. And it wasn't, oh. and it wasn't her being distressed where like, you know, if you're delirious and you could just say the same thing over again, like, right. like let's say someone died. You're like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what right. I'm going to do. Like something like that. It was like, three things I can look at my notes to try to find the exact three things but it was like three things in a row three different emotions and she said those exact same three emotions but it wasn't but it was repeated and that's when I was like oh god Dipti snap out of it you cannot feel sorry for her right now and then I like clued in to like this is ridiculous but then I was also shocked I was like is she really lying but then I'm like okay I don't think she's lying I I think she is truly upset that she is out 20 million dollars and she is freaking the fuck out about yes she's freaking the fuck out she married someone to be rich and the one thing she wanted and she was getting her own book deal and she was doing Chicago she didn't want to be with Tom Girardi she was like I'm going to be able to like do my own lifestyle and now it's getting pulled out but the fact that she just kept that saying, I have my own story to tell, but I cannot tell it because it's not the right time. I was like, is she just like on the side, like wink, wink, book deal. Oh my I mean, God. It was like hilarious. <laughs> it was like, she said that multiple times and I'm like, she is just like, I've had a ghostwriter and I've been a number one author before. I could do it again. Oh, I was like, totally. I am not sure. I mean, she is definitely thinking for herself, but I cannot See, again, I cannot get over the fact that I just don't think she knew what was exactly going on. You really persuaded me in that regard. I Because, yes. Yeah, I just don't think, because again, she was in this relationship, and I do believe the power imbalance, and I just can't get over that we knew that before, and she was trying to hide that, and I just, so maybe she's hiding everything, I get it, but I just... I don't think people get involved. Like, again, I, I, I don't know, like, I don't know in somebody else's like business stuff. And I just don't know how much she really knew, but she did know for a year shit was coming out. And then she does her divorce. Then that part, all that stuff, it's just making me, I wouldn't be shocked. I would be surprised. Let's put it that way. You know what I mean? Yes. I wouldn't be, I, I mean, I'm, I'll be whatever the term is. My point is, it's not like I'm going to be like, oh, my God, really? Oh, I can't believe that Erica. Like, I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, she she's a total bitch. And she is yeah. everything that's coming to her, whatever yes. is coming to her. I really don't care. I'm not saying that part. I don't like her. I'm not. She's not my Lou. I'm not defending her. <laughs> this happened to my Lou. I'd be one of those people outside. <laughs> Lou, Lou, Lou. Right. Um, you know, but I just, I, I do think some, but I don't know how much she knew, it, but yes, she is trying to set this all up. The divorce is on a sham. Don't come after me. Go after him. Yeah. Um. But like, also I thought it was pretty obvious that she's setting up his dementia defense. Right. Which was, was interesting. Which too. was very gross to me. Right. That, that was, so you're telling me he's so dismissive. He's so unkind. He didn't know anything. He she she was upset with him that he didn't hug her back. I believe that he did not like her success. I do too. Uh, uh, right, a hundred percent. Any yes. powerful person like that mm-hmm. would not. I mean, right. they they they've controlled you, and now you're getting a little bit of you know come up. No, no, no. But I agree with you. The fact that we're all supposed to believe that oh he didn't hug you back, but then he can't hear as well. He can't 
all these things. Then you just view him as an old man. So what's, what's going on here? Yeah. It, it, I mean, it's not like checking out. Right. That was the part. I didn't think her breakdown with Kyle was fake. You could tell right when she got there, she was on. And I mean, you could imagine like the stress, whatever, who cares what's going on. Even if you did it, the stress of finding yeah. people finding out on national TV. I thought all that was real, but that confessional where she's like, yeah, I went to hug him. And he would hug him <laughs> back. And she like looked up right. into nothing and right. then didn't hug me. And it was like, I was like, Oh, there was yes, another Erica. life happening to the outside. They say a lot of support, but on the inside, there was a lot of conflict. Was that like page one of the tell-all, Erica? Did you yes. just give us your teaser reel? Like, oh my I, that God. part was to me. And first of all, I'm sorry, to our friend Allison, when she was saying that, she sounded like Carl, her puppet. Oh, my God. Go back and rewind <laughs> Oh, my God, I need to. They saw a lot of support. But on the inside, oh my god, Dina! It was Carl. I couldn't stop laughing. Carl Mudgeon. I couldn't stop laughing. Our friend has this puppet. She like, oh, Allison. But like, it was hilarious. I was just like, oh my god, it's that like hilarious to me. It's Carl Mudgeon. Right. Totally. Totally. Um, there was okay. So, what did you think about the fact that like, did you see stupid sunglasses? They were so bad. Oh, I didn't ahead. even pay attention. They were like these so... octagonal, like it was horrible. But go ahead. Not octa- like, yeah. Did you see Camille's tweet? Mm-hmm. You did? Yeah. That she was, oh, I saw her in the beach and she, her Yeah, she's like, didn't... when we were in the Bahamas, her mascara didn't run when she was yeah, in the she pool. had Mikey and her team. I, I, I agree with everyone. That's like, she purposely wore... She knew she was going to cry. I do think she was crying, Mm -hmm. but like she knew it was going to run and to not wipe them. And at one point she, she says, um, I don't even care anymore. Yeah. Yes. It was the snot thing. I have like her exact words written down for it, but she's like, I don't even care. Just leave it. You know? And I was like, okay, that's, that's weird that you're like, don't worry about the snot running down my face. You, Erica, of all people. Like, it's just, it was so inconsistent. And I think that she thinks the inconsistency plays in her favor because it means that she is finally being real. But I don't, I don't think it is working for her. I agree. Oh, this this is what I wanted to say about Tom is she's in that, uh, FaceTime that she was doing with the girls before and in this conversation with Kyle going on and on and on and on and on and her confessional that and on Tom Tom is the worst the worst he was so dismissive blah 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 and then all of a sudden to throw in I just hope someone's checking in on Tom though because he's not good and I'm like right but I love Kyle's like oh have you talked to him and she's like no 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 I have not talked to him <laughs> Was that not funny too? Yeah, I that mean, was. Yeah, like it's just like where, what lawyer is like coaching you right now, right. and what is their angle? I am trying right. to figure it out. I agree. I know it's but fascinating. That, like, like, no, no, that's on record. No, no, no. Right, 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 right. I have and, not taken a petty since November fourth, and I have not spoken yeah, to him. Yeah. But I did get the couches and the chair, but not a lot else. Right. You know, I mean, that was so funny. It's just I know. so. It's fascinating. Right. To watch this. Right. I, I love it. And she's like, I mean, I at least forgot about this, that like Tom won't, Tom asked Erica to pay Tom's legal right. fees? 
right? Wow. Well, I mean, in a divorce, I mean, if you have a divorce lawyer in a normal divorce, if you have more assets than the other, you even the playing field and you do. And so he is claiming that he has zero, zero so they don't right. go after anything. So that's all part of the legal play. Okay. But no, so Dina, like, do you believe at all the theory that it is a sham divorce to hide assets? Like, do you? I, 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 I like they're working that. Like, I still kind of believe that Tom and Erica are working together. I, I don't know if Erica, and she'll I don't know money. if Erica was working with him and then decided to say no that's why she waited and she's doing all of this because she's like well fuck i mean if you do that unless the other person says i have been trying to fraudulently do that they i mean erica gets the money i mean that's the whole point of these fraudulent transfers if you put something all in your wife's name the wife could fuck you over and keep the money the the grandparents could screw you over and keep the money it's in their name so you have to trust the person 100% that this is going to work out the way that you want it to work out, that you're going to. So maybe Erica got some advice of being like, well, just cut it off. Wow. You know, Ooh. and that's what I that would be like, a good, think in order to do these fraudulent transfers between, yeah, family members, you have to trust that. I mean, the other person could cut it off and you can't say anything because then you were right. committing fraud. Right. So you have to, right. It's not just like, yeah. Ooh. Well, mm-hmm. so that was um, amazing. Great. Oh, so I like, loved it. Yeah, and so um, I loved it. I was living loved for it. it. I right. I was like, again, it was like the sun was just coming up when I was finishing the episode, and, and I was like right. energized. I'm like, I need to go exercise now or something. I was like, holy shit. So, Dina, let's talk just briefly about Roni. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't, it's bringing us down so much. Um, let's talk about the highlights. Yes. Okay. Sorry. The highlight is they start out at the dinner. And can I just say this? When Ebony is about to tell them that her grandmother died. Yes. What happened with Leah? What the fuck was that? Those were the worst crocodile tears worst. that you have pointed out. Worse in the in world. The, like, Dina, it was literally like, she like violently shook her head. It was like, it was like a cartoon cry. It was dip. I know. It was the weirdest thing. I rewound it because I was like, there are no tears. Nothing. No. Nothing. And I, after her, when, yeah, when she came up, there was nothing. No. She is such <laughs> It was a, so and it's it not also, about me. And I'm like, you just made this about you, Leah. You just Ugh. wanted to remind us that your grandmother died two weeks prior. Like, Drama give Ebony queen. her moment. Drama what? queen. Oh, I mean, but it was crazy. And then we find out Ebony's grandmother just died that day, which again, I don't know. I mean, Ebony and her, like, I understand end of life. Like, they're older. You know it's happening. But I still find it odd to be like, okay, now I'm going to go record and film, which is their job. I understand. Mm -hmm. I'd have to go do my job if my grandmother died. But it's like she doesn't tell them all day. And she's like, I didn't tell you all day because I didn't want to bring the group down. But I will sit here and discuss who you voted for. It's like, okay. All right, lady. But but yes, very sad. They all, you know. Leah and Ebony go get their tattoos. I actually really liked Leah's little Marie. I thought the handwriting. Oh, yeah, it was nice. And her name on it was actually really cute. But okay. So what else do you think about this whole episode? Go ahead and say what 
Okay, so um, I I mean, like the biggest thing is okay. The poop on the floor. Oh, oh, okay, yes, poop on the floor. What? What is going on with Ramona? Does that just happen when you're old? Does that just happen when you're old? That's such a good question. No, I don't think so. I mean, I know, like after you have kids, you you know, like you pee. I jump and I pee on myself. I should do those things and I should get all this stuff. But like, do you just lose control of your poop and the weird thing is Ramona she she tried to say I've spilled makeup which was a hilarious cover-up but then like she wasn't even embarrassed no (laughs) that's what's so bizarre about Ramona and her pooping right I mean she posts on her IG all day long all these fancy Hamptons things that she goes to and all these charity events and whatever she's doing and then it's like she poops on the floor like like is she not wearing like is she like is her underwear off and then or does it like seep out is she always running to the toilet like how does her get on the floor I need to know the mechanics (laughs) you know what I mean I can't I mean, Cartagena, I understood. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't think I've ever gotten poop, like, after, like, having diarrhea. But this is diarrhea, non-diarrhea, whatever it's the case. Whatever. You're right. I it's, mean, it's like. How is it just, like, in, like, full untouched form? It's not, like, it's know, so bizarre. And I know. I know. I do want to talk about one quick thing in Pioneer Village. Um, mm-hmm. Where they have to wear old-timey clothes. And. Sonia just goes on and on and on to Bershawn about, well, it's not the alcohol. And then the water pill. And the producers are doing a good job of, like, going between Ebony and Leah being like, what the fuck, man? She's on a loop. They're like, she's on a loop. It's the townhouse being a Morgan, the bankruptcy. They're totally right. Like, but they were just like, it was interesting because they're like, Louie and Ramona have enabled her for years. I think they've told her for years, you need to get out of the townhouse. You need to, I think they've been telling her for years, you need to stop with the drinking. I don't think they, I mean, on the shows, they have not, not said anything. They bring up Sonia as issues a lot. So I also thought that was interesting, like production by Leah trying to be like, we're going to be like Sonia's saviors here. And it was like really interesting. Because I'm like, also like, I am a watcher of this show, ladies. Right. Okay. Well, also, I kind of like, I mean, I don't know if this is the correct thing to say, but after a certain age, as far as drinking goes, I don't buy the enabler thing as much. Like, you're of a certain age. Like, you, it's up to you at some point. Luann and Ramona were not enabling Sonia to drink. Sonia drank. Yeah. You know, yeah, and I so agree. Leah. So I thought that was up. just like Leah trying. Right. Yeah. Right. And then the only other thing is the restaurant. The restaurant. Go ahead. So Brashawn, oh, Brashawn just like her monster comes out and she's like, you're boring. And I think she was just trying to like flame some fires. And they were all being like, the last time I drank, I threw up. This time I drank. She was just like, you're boring. Like, okay. Right. And she didn't, you're right. It wasn't like trying to play with her. It was just like, we're being boring. Let's liven it up, girls. Right. I do she, she said she wanted to change the mood and I kind of got it. But, but I mean, then she I'm went sorry. too far. But no, I have to say, I mean, Luann's reaction. I mean, oh. she <laughs> felt that in her core. Core. Oh, no. So you and I are boring? 
who are you to tell me I am boring? And you know, I love that mantra of like, when someone tells you something about yourself, who are they to say anything? Like, you got to remember that. Like, people take everything people say to heart. And it's like, but who is this person to make this judgment about you with all whatever they have going on? Like, honestly, we take other people's words so much to heart. And sometimes they do know you and they're telling you something, but sometimes if they don't, who are you to tell me? And I I mean, that's why Luana's my goddess. My, (laughs) you know, like you have in your religion, all these goddesses. I've got Luann, like she is my goddess. And I am just sitting there and I just love that she is like, you could get to the door if you want to tell me I'm a grandma. Who the fuck do you think this this statuesque body of a lady is a grandma? Have you seen who I'm fucking? Like, I mean, I am sorry. I love that. I cannot stop. Dina, it, it was great. I mean, I have some problems with Lou, of course, but I, I don't just, know about of course, but okay. Um, <laughs> but like, I, I just, to see her, she, it was like, it was something that she couldn't let go for the no. rest of the night. The way the no. education thing with right. um, Ebony, but she's like, but I'm yeah. not educated. Yeah. I'm not this, yeah. but this, she, this was like, it was all, it was as important as the educated thing to right. Luann. She was like, you I, am, call me a I am not a boring grandma. An old lady? I just thought that was hilarious. I mean, you cut Lou to the core. Yeah, it was. And, and so Sonia is just being such a terrible mess. And it just, it's not fun to watch. And. And then, and then I didn't Rashawn, any of it. Rashawn gets in her face with clown, clown, clown. And it's just, and like, I kind of get what, Br- I mean, Brashawn was saying, like, you're not a real person of yourself. Sometimes you just are like the, cl- you're the court jester. I mean, Sonia is the well, court jester. I, have to I love say, the court though, jester. But I don't think that, honestly, I don't know all the time that Sonia is actively being a court jester. I think she's just drunkenly being a court but she jester. knows her cabaret she loves her stuff she knows she's an entertainer she's yes, said she it a million times i'm an entertainer she likes to lighten the mood i think she's like missing a chip though and that's mm. why she oh, ends what are you, up you're going me. jennifer aniston brad pitt she's missing the chip remember when she's like oh he's missing a sensitivity chip i don't remember oh, yeah, that those, oh those pictures of angelina and brad on the saharan <gasps> desert with the Ma- max came out she she had a whole maddox she had a whole interview and she said he's missing a sensitivity oh. chip. you would love that dip dip loves the jen aniston brad Pitt. Oh, like i sure do stuff. oh I yeah do. you gotta go back i think it was like yeah a big magazine back in the day sorry go ahead well i think Look that well i think that sonia's missing a santa sanity chip just like a little bit of a chip but yes, right. you're right. She does know that she's an entertainer. But like, okay, so the thing is, though, Brashawn knows that Sonia is three sheets to the wind. So why did right. she double down on her and get in her face and clown her down? Like, fuck off, Brashawn. I did. You're I new. agree. But I thought it was like she was trying to earn her stripes. And I felt like this was, I, I saw my friend Angie today and she listens to the podcast. Oh, and she's actually hello, said, I Angie. need to meet her when she's ah! like, But Angie, I said to Angie, I was just like, this reminded me of Real Housewives of Dallas, like season one, which I enjoyed. And Angie and I talked that we definitely enjoyed, but I meant like very rookie, very like rookie season Uh of people. Like this is who I am and I'm going to be loud and I'm going to tell you something and I'm not going to back down. And then she's like, what? You know, and and it was just, it felt very um, forced, very, I want to make a scene to make my name known. 
And I mean, it was hilarious that these ladies were just like, nah, we're not going to give right. it to you. Yeah. We don't give a shit about you. We're not giving it to you. Not just for Sean, but Leah was doing that too. Leah's being very rookie right now. With the like, crying. But Leah turned it around on Bershawn. She was just like, I liked you, but screw you too. And I was like, oh man. I mean, they they went around their borders and they were just like, you are out. They did. And I thought that was fascinating. Oh, and I love how Ramona's like, yeah, okay, I'm basically jumping ship. Like, whoops. Right. I mean, and I don't, this also made me think, what happened with Elise and Ramona? Ramona shut Elise down in such a different way. Like with Bershawn, maybe because Bershawn was already on the trip, but we never saw what happened with Elise and Ramona that Ramona shut Elise and Elise was a friend for a while. Yeah. Shut her out. She just met Bershawn and was like, oh, you could come on. We have another black cast member. Right. Let's bring you on because you said something about all, um, lives, matter. all lives matter. So you know what? I'm going to bring you on so you could be my Fox black you know, friend. Right. You know what I mean? And and I mean, it was like, oh, this is not working. Abort, abort, abort mission. You know, and I was agreeing it didn't work. But I do love also Lou yells out to her, you are bored because you are bored with yourself. <laughs> because when... Brashad's talking about her lawsuits. It was so weird. I'm suing the state. So weird. And I love the fact that Ramona's like, oh, well, you and Sonia. And Sonia's like, I don't sue people. They sue me. (laughs) And I'm like, this is hilarious. I thought that was hilarious. Like, I'm not litigious people. I just get myself in shady situations (laughs) where they all sue me. I was like, Sonia, I don't know if that, I you know, it was hilarious. Oh, my God. Dina, this just reminded me. Of something that I have to add. It's a Beverly Hills thing. Really quick. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything else to say about Roni, by the way. No. I think I'm done. Last thing on Beverly Hills. But speaking of lawsuits. Is I saw that. You know how Dorit is designing bridal dresses now? Nectaria, right. I know that. Yeah. Oh, do you know that like this Nectaria is the subject of so mm-hmm. many fraudulent lawsuits? It's so bad there was an Instagram account made just for people with issues with Nictaria. And oh my God, this totally makes sense. But you know what? It wasn't, this Instagram account wasn't made because Dorit just mentioned it on Beverly Hills and it's just like a ridiculous Bravo fan deep diving into something. This account against Nictaria, where people are giving their firsthand accounts of how awful and fraudulent this bridal dress woman is who's gypped people scammed people made horrible quality dresses etc etc it these posts are from like 2018 and and there was like a not a 2020 it wasn't a tmz it was like some sort of like news program like that there was like a segment on about her about this wedding dress designer and and that is who dorit is designing wedding dresses with it is Bonkers. Like, Dorit, it is bonkers. What the fuck? Well, and I do love the Dorit, like, her line. I mean, we didn't see her at all in the last Oh, my episode. God. We didn't. And and she did quarantine, you know, whatever. Oh, right, but right, right, but yeah. I thought it was hilarious. But otherwise, we didn't see her. But I thought it was hilarious that her thing was, so they're scamming widows and orphans. And again, I think, like, Dorit wants to make sure, like, scams are okay. But I'm going to talk about the widows and orphans. yes. yes. Because I just steal money from rich people Correct. and banks. Right. You know, right. I mean, hilarious. So now to find out, I want to see, I want to read this yes. stuff oh, because I'll now she's getting you. involved in possible individual scammers. Yes. Oh, boy. Dina, I'm so glad to have you back. Thank you for doing this with me. And listeners, we'll be back next week for more. 
All, All right. right. Oh, and don't Feeling forget, good? everyone, Legally Addictive. Right. Pop 10 is the code. They're delicious. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.